18 days ago, I was in the Holy Land. In fact, I was walking on the shores of the Sea of Galilee, where today's gospel took place. In that bay where, is, where the best fish are located, next to a waterfall that went into the sea, where fishermen have cleaned their nets for millennia, where James and John were called in today's gospel. And it was truly an incredibly surreal experience to be able to be in that very place where Christ first called those apostles. And it was incredible for me because in four short months, I'll be cementing my own call to the priesthood through ordination. However, as I was there, there was a man on the shore on a rock fishing with a small net casting it out into the sea, pulling it back in, and even caught a couple of fish. And seeing that, seeing that scene right in front of my eyes, made me think about the future. And primarily, the continuity of the call. That just as there have been fishermen fishing in that bay for 2,000 years, so Christ has called young men and women to come after him in vocations to the priesthood and religious life. Just as it was then, 2,000 years ago, on the shores of the Sea of Galilee, so too for us today here in Cottleville. God continuously calls young men and women to come after him, to share in his mission, to give of themselves for the spreading of the kingdom, and to conform their very lives to him. And so, it is, and so with that, I can say with confidence that I know, I know, there are young men and women here today who have heard the voice of God possibly calling them to the priesthood or religious life. That soft, subtle voice of God saying, follow me. This same voice appeared to Our Lady, a 14-year-old girl 2,000 years ago. And was the same voice that called the apostles in today's gospel. By the way, those apostles were teenagers. It's those same voices that speak to us today. And really, the circumstances are not all that different than they were 2,000 years ago. The need is great. The task ahead is daunting. But the challenges are worth it. So, the need is great. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to look around the church to realize that we have far less priests and religious than we did, say, 50 years ago. For religious women, we've gone from about 180,000 sisters in the United States in the mid-1960s to only about 50,000 today. And for priests, I know in our Archdiocese of St. Louis alone, 20 years from now, even with us ordaining the number of men we are, we're going to be down about 30% of priests in the next 20 years. Now, not that it's all doom and gloom. In our own country alone, there's a, many positive signs for women religious. There's a number of new orders that have sprung up who are zealous in their love of orthodoxy and tradition and even love wearing the habit. I'm thinking, of course, of our own Dominicans that we have here at St. Joe's. And for young men, really, seminary formation has drastically improved in the last 20 years or so. I really can't think of a better time to be a seminarian than right now. That being said, we need more courageous young men and women to say yes to the call, to commit their lives to Christ. 
Because if not, who's going to bring the Eucharist to future generations? Who's going to hear their confessions? Or who's going to teach in their schools to work in our hospitals and be missionaries all around the world? This can't happen unless more young people say yes. However, the task ahead is rather daunting. The priesthood and the religious life is a supernatural calling. It's not natural to want to be a priest or religious. It's not something that's of this world. It comes from God. And because it's supernatural, it directs others to think about God, directs people to think beyond this world, to remind them that they do have an immortal soul. And it's because of this that the world has never embraced the priesthood or religious life. They will never understand it. The priesthood and religious life is always countercultural. We live in a world that is not centered on God or godly values. And frankly, many of you in high school are, fa are fighting battles right now that myself and older generations never thought we would have to fight. Because the world looks at people living those virtues of chastity, poverty, and obedience and laughs at it and mocks it. True, there are many sacrifices to this life. We have to acknowledge it. A life of priests and religious is a life of sacrifice and service, but that was because that was the life of our Lord. Our Lord lived a life of sacrifice and service. And if we want to radically follow him, we have to embrace the sacrifices that he embraced. So while it is a radical way of life and that it is sometimes difficult, I can assure you that it is worth it. To be able, in four short months, to say those words, this is my body, and this is my blood, and actually have it mean something, is incredibly worth it. It's a gift that I cannot fully comprehend, one that I can truly never repay. To be able to turn ordinary bread and wine into the body and blood of Christ. It's worth everything, even seven long years in seminary. And if you would have told me ten years ago that I would have this outlook, I would have told you you were crazy. Because in high school, I was dead set on going to business school, getting married, and becoming a member of the country club at which I caddied. I wanted to be on the opposite end of the golf bat. But God had other plans. Over time, that voice kept coming up in my head. Follow me. Until one night at, Stu at a Steubenville conference in Springfield, Missouri, I couldn't say no anymore. It was seeing the Eucharist on the altar and seeing the priest and his relationship with the Eucharist that made me want to become a priest myself. The way he handled the Eucharist, the reverence with which he was up at the altar, I could tell there was a relationship there. Something that I didn't have, but something that I wanted. And when I said, I want it, that question came again. So, if you want it, will you follow me? And I had to say yes. God had other plans for me than what I had previously thought. And frankly, I was a little bit raw when I came into the seminary. I needed a little bit of formation. But God's grace lifts us higher than we ever thought we could reach. Priests and religious are merely ordinary people striving for extraordinary things. Because they know that God can turn normal people into saints. So we work at it every day. Priests and religious strive for union with God, with conformity to his will because they know that's the most priceless gift that they could ever receive. Now, we might be tempted to think that surrendering our life to Christ in such a radical way 
in a vocation to the priesthood of religious life will take something away from us that will become someone who we're not, or that life will be less enjoyable. But I can tell you that that's not the case. Pope Benedict XVI spoke about this in his inauguration homily as Pope, about this fear that many people face of truly committing their life to Christ in a vocation. He says this, If we let Christ fully enter into our lives, are we not afraid that he might take something from us? Are we not perhaps afraid of ending up diminished and deprived of our freedom? No. If we let Christ into our lives, we lose nothing. Nothing, absolutely nothing of what makes life free, beautiful, and great. Only in this friendship do we experience beauty and liberation. Do not be afraid of Christ. He takes nothing away. And he gives you everything. When we give ourselves to him, we receive a hundredfold in return. Yes, open wide the doors to Christ, and you will find true life. I think that says it all right about there. Everything that we give to God is multiplied a hundredfold. When we say yes to God and his will in our lives, he blesses us more than we ever thought possible. So, what can we do to foster vocations here in our parish and within our families? Well, first of all, if you think you might be called to the priest of religious life, don't be afraid. It's okay. You aren't the first person that God might be calling to the priesthood of religious life, and you definitely won't be the last. It's okay. Number two, pray about it. Vocations begin on our knees. We have to pray that God can show us his will. If we think God is going to show us his will when we're sitting on a lounge chair eating Doritos and watching Netflix all day, it's not going to happen. We have to pray. Our our vocations are only revealed to us in prayer. Bishop Rice, one of my great mentors, told me, pray three Hail Marys a day for your vocation. It's a great thing that all of us can pray for. Pray three Hail Marys a day for your vocation and the vocations of others. Number three, talk to a priest or a religious sister. We don't bite. We're normal people. So come and talk to us. We've been there before. It's okay. And maybe for the rest of us who have committed to vocations in our lives or who might be married and have families, we need to pray for and support vocations in our parish, in our adoration chapel. But also we need to foster vocations in our own families. You know, there are many parents who say, oh yes, we need more priests and religious, just not my kids. I want grandchildren. Doesn't work like that doesn't work like that. We need to encourage our own sons and daughters to think about becoming priests and religious. It should be a normal part of growing up in a Catholic family. Or maybe even just to talk to a young person you think might make a good priest or religious. It helps more than what you might think. So, we need more people to say yes to the call. To respond just like Peter, Andrew, James, and John did in our gospel today. To respond immediately, without delay, and leave everything behind and follow Christ. They knew that the need was great, that the task was daunting, but the challenges that lied ahead were worth it. And just as our Lord called them 2,000 years ago on the shores of the Sea of Galilee, he says to all of us here today, come, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. The question is, will we say yes?